Today is Monday, April 2nd, 2012, and this is Radio Wave. Medj Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. A friend of Medjugorje to release new book. A friend of Medjugorje, founder of Caritas of Birmingham, has announced the upcoming release of a new book that is a shocking, sobering, and disconcerting look at what lies ahead of all of us in the very near future if we as a people do not summon the will to change our ways, rejecting the increasingly oppressive measures being taken against us in our nation. Based in real facts that are just now coming to light, but woven together as only a friend of Medjugorje can do, with the wisdom from Our Lady's messages, the new book, entitled They Fired the First Shot, is a revelation for our time. As one who had a preview of the book said, I don't feel that I am the same person I was yesterday after reading this book. Everything has changed, myself included. No firm release date has been set yet. But a friend of Medjugorje is in the final stages of writing and has stated he feels Our Lady is behind the writing of this book more so than any other writing he has authored within the last 25 years. They Fired the First Shot gives the blueprint of how evil intends to rule. The plans have been made. The implementation is just around the corner. This is the Medj Network Information Service. North Korean Missile Launch Recent satellite images show increased activity at the launch site where North Korea plans to launch a missile in mid-April for supposed scientific purposes. Japan and South Korea have warned they will shoot down the missile if it interferes with their airspace. The United States has suspended proposed food aid to North Korea in response to the country's rescinded promise of halting the launch. Our Lady said on July 17, 1989, I would like you to live the messages through prayer. I know how much you give me promises through words, but, dear children, I want you to put that into practice. Labor Strikes in Spain A general strike organized by unions began in Spain on March 29th in anticipation of the release of a new budget and labor reform by Spain's Prime Minister Mariano Rajoy, causing serious disruptions in transport, energy, and manufacturing. Some protesters lit fires, others disrupted transportation, and others harassed those public workers who chose not to strike as they crossed picket lines to go into work. Our Lady said on November 2, 2011, My children, do not forget that you are not in this world only for yourselves. 
and that I am not calling you here only for your sake. Those who follow my Son think of the brother in Christ as of their very selves, and they do not know selfishness. This is the Medj Network Information Service. Pope Benedict XVI Visits South America Pope Benedict XVI made his first-ever trip to South America in late March, delivering strong statements in Cuba, such as the following denouncement of Marxism. Quote, Today it is evident that Marxist ideology, as it was conceived, no longer responds to reality. Unquote. Pope Benedict also entrusted Communist Cuba, stating, quote, Let all those you meet know, whether near or far, that I have entrusted to the Mother of God the future of your country, advancing along the ways of renewal and hope for the greater good of all Cubans. Unquote. On September 16, 1983, Our Lady said, I wish to entrust to the Pope the word with which I came here, mere peace, which he must spread everywhere. Here is a message which is especially for him that he bring together the Christian people through his word and his preaching. Hog Heaven On April 1, 2012, an invasive species order issued by the Michigan Department of Natural Resources in December 2010 prohibiting the possession of a number of different types of breeds of swine went into effect. Without providing any compensation to owners, the order allows the department to destroy any pigs determined to be a wild species using an absurdly broad determination criteria based on physical characteristics such as hair color. The two agendas behind the move are increased state revenues achieved by knocking out private hunting clubs for hogs, an alignment with big business pork industry to knock out small family farm producers to eliminate competition. Some small farmers have publicly stated they will protect their way of life at all costs and will use whatever means necessary. Our Lady said on November 23, 1988, I invite you to pray and give your life completely to God. I will give you strength and I will help you in all of your needs. You can ask for everything that you need to help you. From the Medj Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. This is Medjugorje.com. Stay tuned for our regular radio wave broadcast, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. Ages past, God destroyed the sinful world in the waters of the flood. He chose Noah alone and his family to be saved upon the ark. Today, mankind is sinking in a whirlpool of sin, and it does not even know in what sin it is sinking. Who will save us from this whirlpool? Where is our ark to be found? Who is our navigator upon the stormy waves? The ark today is not of wood made by man, but rather in the opening of a motherly mantle, the star of the sea, Mary of Nazareth, 
Mother of Jesus, the Queen of Peace, God's ark for us today, leading us to security, to peace, to a future. Will you allow yourself to be saved upon this ark? A new ark, a booklet by a friend of Medjugorje, available on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000. A new ark by a friend of Medjugorje, available through Caritas of Birmingham. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and in a world where mankind is moving farther and farther away from God, from his peace that doesn't know its direction, which way to go, that is blind in many ways, and that cannot see the light and the truth in so many ways, Our Lady of Medjugorje came today and spoke a message for the world. And so a friend of Medjugorje tonight will be speaking to us about that message which Our Lady gave on the day which we offer as a day of prayer for non-believers. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. I don't know what to say to give you the impetus or to impel people out there to wake up Seeing the conditions of things, where we're traveling, where we're headed, where we're going, is a reason for Our Lady to say, do not be afraid. Yes, we're not to be that. I talked to Maria this past week. I was telling her about some things going on in our nation, some of the things that's happening, some of the moves that's being made. And I told her, I said, I'm scared for uh, uh, it's, it's, I didn't say I'm scared. I said, this is frightful. And she said, well, we're, we're not to be frightful for this or to be scared is what she responded to. I said, no, I'm not scared. I'm not frightful. I'm concerned and fear for other people who continue on this path like everything's going to be okay. Woe to them when they wake up and realize what they've done as Catholics, as Christians, I'm not talking about non-believers, but those who have continued expecting things to change around, elect an official that's going to make things turn back to where we would think would be normal, when what somebody would look at our society today from 100 years ago would say, this is a very abnormal society both in the family, the relationships, the way people go, what they do, the disconnection, and yet we're supposed to be connected. That's about what refers. That in the end, knowledge will greatly increase, but man will lose wisdom. And so Our Lady spoke about wisdom today in the sense that we must have that to navigate through this 
society as we know it to the end of the society as we known it to be. It will not continue. It's in contradiction to everything Our Lady has taught for 30 years. That being the case, do you think she comes here to let it go on this path? No, it's Our Lady who said the world is sinking. It doesn't know which, in which sin it sinks. It is sinking like in a whirlpool. I've come to save it. So there's a contradiction here in our thinking. We'll recover economically. We'll change things. I heard we got people visiting here right now. I'll go into those reasons in a little bit. But someone said there was a big shooting in a school in Oakland. Supposedly several dead students. Is anybody connecting why that is? Is it that they have to have a motive for the one that does this, for his reasons? If you pray for wisdom, you're in humility, and you're in goodwill, goodness of heart, you'll understand why. Our Lady asked and told us this today. I pray that wisdom, humility, and goodness may come to reign in your heart. For peace. But then you'll be able to see the reason we put in the forefront of the second of the month, the Med's news, to give you the understanding that everything should be through, viewed through the messages. It's how you are to vet everything in the world. Some people may not understand the word vetting. Vetting means to put things under us under analysis, to study it, to scrutinize it. They vet politicians. They want to find every piece of dirt, everything they can make up, and more to either make them fall or to show you what their agenda may be. But we can vet what the message is, the news, to see if it's real. If we're being conned, or what's our worldview? And so Oakland, I talked about a lot about Oakland, California, two years ago. And last year, and the riots that hit there, they, they are plagued with problem after problem after problem. Why is this coming out of Oakland, California? Vet it. Check it out. What did I say about this to those who remember? That you can't expect these schools to be safe. But oh, today, they'll blame it on a shooter. Why is that? Look what the scripture says. Those who, live, li- those who lead a little one astray or be as one who has a millstone thrown around his neck in the bottom of the sea or the lake. Why? Oakland decided that they were going to put new textbooks in there to open up these little children and expand their mind and condition them, first, second, third graders, to accept and be more respectful of abominable lifestyles. And you think you can do that? And your schools are going to be safe? 
Spread this, Oakland, California, those who are listening there. There's a reason this happens. You don't want God in the schools. You want to put the devil in the schools. You want to pervert children, and you think it's going to be safe? I'd pull my children out of that whole county. Don't dare leave your children in there. It's unguarded. Go read Romans 18, 32. And God turns them over to themselves. So yeah, you need to look with wisdom to see what it is when something happens, what's connected to. Oh, the world would never see that. And in fact, the world would criticize me for even saying that. It's a biblical thing. You drive God out. You have no protection. And for the parents not to rise up, riot, take to the streets, do whatever you have to do to get these textbooks out of your schools, you're within your right to do this. This is not terrorism. They're committing terrorism against a child's heart, against his mind. You check this yourself. So, Riaz, we'll have you read the message today and Our Lady's words and what she told us. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's April 2nd, 2012, Message given through Mariana. Dear children, as the Queen of Peace, I desire to give peace to you. My children, true peace, which comes through the heart of my divine Son. As a mother, I pray that wisdom, humility, and goodness may come to reign in your hearts, that peace may reign, that my Son may reign. When my Son will be the ruler in your hearts, you will be able to to help others to come to know Him. When heavenly peace comes to rule over you, those who are seeking it in the wrong places, thus causing pain to my motherly heart, will recognize it. My children, great will be my joy when I see that you are accepting my words and that you desire to follow me. Do not be afraid. You are not alone. Give me your hands and I will lead you. Do not forget your shepherds. Pray that in their thoughts they may always be with my son who called them to witness him. Thank you. Mariana said Our Lady was very decisive today. Mariana told me years ago that Our Lady has great spirit of decision. And for her to mention this, this is a keystone message, as many often are, but this, again, is when our message appears on the scene, there's a great significance to that. And so... Our Lady says today, when my son will be the ruler in your hearts, you'll be able to help others to come to know him. If you don't have peace, if you're not living up to God's standards and his principles, why would anybody else do it? And so the first thing for peace that has to come is him reigning in our own hearts. And only then can we bring and spread peace throughout the rest of the culture and societies. And so it's a reflection when our schools are taken over of something wrong with us first. Lady's trying to get us to see that. She's told us peace will not come to the presidents. It comes through Jesus being in my heart. And people are attracted to that because they're seeking peace in the wrong places. That's causing pain to my motherly heart and they will recognize it. Recognize what? The peace in you and they want that. We've often come and seen people who come to us in crisis and they see in the community in our way of life a certain peace that we have. And these are broken people. 
broken oftentimes and they are ashamed of their brokenness. And because of that, they've gone down a wrong, long, a wrong road, just like a lady said today, seeking in the wrong places, causing pain to my mother's heart. They've messed their lives up and they got shame they need to wash away. Many repairs. God can fix that. He wants to fix that. Our Lady is trying to get us first in the church to fix our own hearts. That that radiance of peace will have desire for people who are in their life filled with broken things. You can have my heart It is new It's been used and broken And only comes in blue It's been down a long road It got dirty on the way If I give it to you Will you make it clean And wash the shame
Our Lady in today's message said, um, when my son will be the ruler in your hearts. And can can you give us an image or a um, some something that that could give us an example of what this might look like? When my son, how do you know when Jesus is the ruler of your heart? What would that appear like? What would that look like? Well, let's make it simple. You'd have a distinction between right and wrong. And today everything's gray. There's no spirit of decision. A little yes and a little no. This condition makes me okay because of this situation. Then I can sin. If Jesus truly reigns in your heart, people will see that. You'll be a man of principle. There's certain things you won't do. Even it costs you your life. As many know, we had one of our community members, Andrea Pip, the wife of Anthony Pip, who's had a brain tumor, who died yesterday. I got a call at 3.30 in the morning. Her last couple of days, she went down real quick. She was really had a good day two, two, two days before that, walking around and everything. We've been communicating to Maria repeatedly. And I went up there and I got the whole community gathered before four o'clock in the morning. So we all gathered there with her in prayer. She was laying on the bed. Anthony was on there with the children. And to be surrounded this way is life. We live a life based in the messages. It blooms out in ways and things that we never would have thought we'd be doing. And there are many tears as we watched her pass away at 8.15 that morning. Many sorrows. But what led up to that? Andrew had been operated on twice. She could have lived longer, but she was pregnant. The doctor said that she could abort the baby. And of course, Anthony and her both said no. So it meant she wouldn't be operated on. He said she wouldn't live long enough the baby even be, be taken. And yesterday it was 14 weeks, so it's not viable to be taken beforehand. And some people think because this is so contradictory of the way society is, well, in this case, we'll do this, or let's try this. If it damages the baby, we'll lose it, we risk it. Our Lady's shown us that there's not even a different answer that we even contemplate. Andrea and Anthony were children when they came here. They're wired. They're taught. They're grounded in the messages. It wasn't a wonder or a question what should be done. Ali's message is based here into a way of life shows us it's nothing 
Just say yes to this. And by doing so, many people are amazed. People are writing from all over the world about this heroism, this heroic thing Andrea did. But bigger than that, greater than that, is what our lady said February 25th, 1988. Sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world. We sacrifice our life for whatever it is God wants, and we live by the principles of the message and the Christian tenets that Jesus Christ taught. There's no other way. There can be no compromise. Both if we're Christian and we're in Oakland, California, stand up for what's right and say, no, you're not going to do this. We don't care what law you passed. We can come on that side of the peace and be riled up, just as Jesus was in the temple. When we see the little temple, which is the bodies of these little children, being corrupted, or we can be peace on this side. Quiet, meek. Jesus displayed all these virtues and attributes as the founders of Christianity were taught with his twelve apostles. And so it is. Our children are raised this way. And by doing that, and when a doctor offers, well, you could abort the baby. They're impressed. The surgeon doesn't keep up track with any of his patients. He did with Andrea. And many doctors we know and other people we know are so in admiration of the way we live. And to us, the daily sacrifices... The daily way we live is just part of life. The real sacrifice is to give up everything and sacrifice your life for the way, for the messages. And that's what Andrea did. She belonged completely to her lady, not to her children, not to her husband. That's second. So that's why they were able to pray. And Anthony too, because he lives first for our lady first for Jesus, to give her away. And we feel a certain joy because our, our life is seamless. If you could see the way people can pass from this life to the next, just like Vizca said, if you live a message, you'll feel not the passage from this life to the next. We've experienced this already. Our life is seamless. Our lady does many beautiful things here. And what happens to us is we see our communications. She tells us that God wants to speak to you many ways, through nature, through people, and various other ways. Little Rebecca, Anthony Andrew's daughter, four years old, Andrew, three. Jacob is what, almost one. Therese, their aunt, was walking across the parking lot last night. Yesterday morning, Andrea had passed away. He walks out, carried in Therese's arm, and he looks up. 
And he says, there's my mommy and my new baby. Teresa asked him what he was doing. He pointed up to the sky and says, two stars. Teresa looks up and there's a big, big bright star at seven o'clock, just after dark. Really bright. And next to one, just as bright but smaller. They were side by side and she asked him what mommy looked like because she didn't know if he was actually seeing her or Andrea or the star. And he said, right there, the big star and the little one. This little three-year-old child equated that to his mother. Nobody told him that. So after you pass, the communications of grace to little ones is a beautiful thing. We've got many stories just since yesterday and before of Andrea's passing was filled with these things. Whether it be a shooting star at night that shows these things or God's voice himself speaking, he communicates. And she, Andrea, has communicated. When you see a shooting star in the night When you hear the warm wind whisper through the pines I want you to know it'll be me and my infinite love for you It's just like I promised you Heaven above, it will live on long after we kiss goodbye. Forever by your side, my infinite love. When you think someone is calling out your name when you feel that kind of feeling you can't explain now you will know it'll be me like I promised you under heaven above it will live on long after we kiss goodbye forever by your side my infinite love Like I promised you 
it will live on long after we kiss goodbye forever by your side my infinite love my infinite love my When you live in a place that's so grounded into the messages and it's our life and we've got structured prayer three hours a day and spontaneous prayer, fasting, sacrifice, it's not that augurous. The consolations we experience in our deepest grief, seeing God communicating to us, whether it be in the shooting stars, two in the night like last night, Seeing your daughter pass away, seeing your wife pass away. And the in-laws, the daughter-in-law pass away. The children and their mother pass away. And the community seeing their friend pass away that they love. We live a wonderful, incredible life full of consolations even when there's a cross we've carried this this cross with Anthony and Andrew for the last two years and with with Andrew's passing something that really um, hit home to, today to me is that we are in a community where we need more people. We are always in need. You should see us right now preparing for the show as well as trying to, to get everything prepared for uh, Andrea's wake and funeral. And and um, we're thinking of her up in heaven right now, looking down at us all, scurrying around like, like normal, like she's always been a part of all this. Uh, she's a mother, four children, a wife, a, a very vital member of our community, and and it's it's startling to me that God, knowing our need for labor, knowing our need for all these things, still took Andrea. That even our families here, you know, and talking about in the message that um, about this heavenly peace and creating God's God's kingdom on earth. But God's kingdom's different from what even I think we in community can be guilty of in, in making our own families our own ki- our own kingdom or putting family above even God's interest. And I think Our Lady is teaching us in community that that even above family there is this plan of God. There is this need of Our Lady to to put forth her her plan in the world. And I, I just would like you to, to comment about your own thoughts about about this. In regards to in regards to that that in even in our need of of having Andrea here, there'd be a hole here in our community with everybody um, now, you know, having to um, put forth um, our own, you know, taking her place in a sense. Well, we, we've learned from the saints that 
A mother can do more in heaven for her children than here on the earth. You say that'd be crazy to think that. It is the way society's structured. If Anthony was following everybody else, he'd be out there. And after we bury Andrew or Wednesday, he'd have to go back to work Thursday. You get three days off. If you had a good boss, he might say, okay, it's Passion Week. That'll be Holy Thursday. I'll give you to Monday. What does Anthony have to do Monday? What does he do with his children? Or the mothers, the grandmothers, they may help for a little while. How long can they do that? Rebecca and Andrew and Jacob woke up and didn't even skip a beat. You wouldn't even know the mother's gone. Their life is seamless. She's there in the star. But such a support group of people. They've been all over the grounds today as we're cleaning up everything for people who's coming from out of town. People maybe we don't even know is going to come. Because the way we bury our loved ones is really something to behold and beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. We don't have a 30, 40 minute rosary for a week. Several hours. People will be here tomorrow at rosary time. They can stay with us all day. It's life that Our Lady has shown us to live. And so... Nothing's taken from us. We had Greg Porto die last year. We had a couple. We're really forming a community now in heaven. We're connected even stronger now than before. Our Lady says, I'm your tie to the Heavenly Father. Never, in another time, never has heaven been so close to you. Watching Andrea, and we probably had a small bedroom, probably 25 people in there sometimes, packed in there, all around the bed. Anthony lay on the bed with Andrea and seeing the three children up there on the bed and watched as Andrea breathed less and less and she died very peacefully, but at the end it was, you know, her breath became where she was struggling and more shallow. And I remember seeing Rebecca's face looking face to face with her mother as she was dying just 10 minutes before. She'd look at us and she'd look at her mother Andrew the same. And just a few minutes before she died, you could feel the sense that heaven was near to us. And of course, everybody had tears falling down their cheeks. But the scene was incredible. Something you would never want to miss in your whole life because this is how we're to pass from one life to the next Surrounded by everybody, family, loved ones. It's not just, oh, well, we got to go to a funeral tonight. We'll go there in the church. We'll do the funeral mass. We'll go to the wake. Boom, we're gone. Our culture is not based right. You might panic and say, oh, I wish I had this. Well, you have to sacrifice your life for the salvation world. We've paid the price for this, I'm telling you. We've suffered in tears and persecutions and difficulties and crosses and without and done without even eating sometimes. Not that we're above anybody else. We're sinners. We've been given more than anybody else. Our Lady's called us into being and therefore we are a witness to what life is supposed to be. And because of that, we do fly. We fly even in our sorrows. And so, just as breath was taken away from Andrea, and she died. You know, all of us were sobbing. 
And it wasn't just her that died, the baby died. And she had been really lacking a lot of oxygen before she passed away. And so her baby was not getting that. And little Jacob, one-year-old Jacob's at the foot of the bed, and he looks up, and he says, Baby. I wasn't looking at his face. His grandfather was, Mark. said he was looking up. This is at the moment Andrew died. He said it a second time, Baby, I heard it. I didn't pay any attention to it because I was focused on Andrea. I didn't connect anything. I didn't know who said it. I thought it was an older child. He'd never said that before. I heard him a little while later say, Mommy. He was looking up the whole time. Babies are so pure, they can see things. Mark lady said he's, Mark, I haven't talked to Mark, but somebody told me he saw like a fog going up, like a little cloud. We believe these things. We don't care if anybody does, does, doesn't. We believe these things happen as signs for us. But it's very distinct and very loud. And for a baby or a child to be saying baby, what else could it be? So Andrea left and flew to heaven. And we're all called to fly away this way in a heavenly cloud, in that beauty. You can have that. People long for this way. We've told several stories about people passing, connected to us. They say, I just hope I can die the way, and I hope the same way for me. Sister Catherine Rudebach, when she passed away, the word was, she passed away like all old nuns die. Just very peacefully. And that's Andrea. We knew she was going to fly. This is the woman Who had all the answers The one I would lean on For comfort, for strength She's never forgotten one grandchild's birthday Now she can't remember my name And it makes me so angry I shake my fist And cry out to the heavenly one Why would you play Such a cold-hearted trick I thought your job was to love and the answer came down from above She's gonna fly When her time here is through First she'll have to let go Of some things she can't use Cause people and places Memories and faces are just way too heavy, it seems To carry on angels' wings Now 
This is the woman who saw things so clearly The one who could pick out one crumb on the floor She saw through a white lie, saw me through love's eyes She hardly can see anymore And it makes me so sad, and it just isn't fair why should so much be taken away? But when I cry out for all that she's lost I silently hear someone say She's gonna fly when her time here is through For she'll have to let go Some things she can't use Cause people and places Memories and faces Are just way too heavy it seems To carry on angels' wings And oh, the wonder she'll see And I know she'll She's gonna fly when her time here is through For she'll have to let go of some things she can't use Cause people and places, memories and faces are just way too Patrice was telling us the story about uh, the, the stars, Andrew seeing the two stars in the heavens, and, and they were side by side each other. Maybe think of the story that Robin had just shared with us. Um, when Andrea had died, um, during the, just the time of coming home from the hospital and everything, her body was kind of taking new, different shapes, and they didn't see, her, her stomach was flat. They didn't see um, the little mound of her baby, and, and we wondered even if she might have lost the baby in the midst of all this. Uh, but after she died, um, there was a definite um, uh, small little mold um, that was found just underneath our, um, Andrea's heart. And it was the, the, just the perfect size of, uh, of the little baby, and that's where the baby was was placed at the moment that, that the baby died, right underneath Andrea's heart. There's so many things that Our Lady communicates to us that um, she's taking care of everything. And also, 
a lot of people through this time that we've come in contact with are, for whatever reasons, out of the circle that we would normally be with Medjugorje people. We continue to gain actually a lot of respect. Just as I said, the doctor said he doesn't keep track. He even had a picture of Andrea in his office. He said they never keep track of patients. But those they come in contact with, those we come in contact, we see this over and over. Because like he said this, when my son will be the ruler of your hearts, you'll be able to help others to come to know him. You have to have this peace in you. But anyway, she goes on and says, I added that word. Let me, let me start there so you'll get the clear, clear message. When my son will be the ruler in your hearts, you'll be able to help others to come to know him. When heavenly peace comes to rule over you, those who are seeking it in the wrong places, that's causing pain to my mother's heart, will recognize it. And we see this over and over. After Andrea had died, we'd all go back in the room. We stayed there a long time after she died praying. We stayed in the house and going back and forth. There was no hurry to remove her. Anthony had gone through several hours or several days of not sleeping. He was exhausted. We were in the living room, and there was a nurse that had to come out to pronounce her that she had passed on. She'd seen this as a head nurse many, many times. Not that they're hardened to it, but when you get used to it, it's just another part of the duty. And I wouldn't say she's overly emotionally involved. But Anthony, before she got there, had saw that everybody was gone, and he went to the bedroom by himself. Thirty minutes or so later, this nurse shows up, and she... Came, she'd been there earlier. She came back to, you know, just look at Andrea and make sure everything was right so that we could remove her. And I went in there and I had already gone in there before she got there. And Anthony had gone on the bed and fell, fell asleep, exhausted. He had been sleeping there and I thought nothing of it. He'd been there the whole time with her beside her. She died. And it was just natural for us. Not any kind of thing odd. His wife had passed away two hours before that. It's our life. So this nurse is in there. She checked her arm. She checked her for pulse and everything, whatever she was doing. I walked in there afterwards to see what the next steps would be. She turned around the nurse, doing everything she could not to cry. At first, I didn't know why, and then I realized she walked in there, here's her husband laying there, sound asleep next to his wife. Who sees this? Who lives this way? I tell you, give up whatever you have to to follow Our Lady. Your life will be full of memories. We're telling Rebecca, we're telling Andrew that his mother's died. She's passed away. We want them to memory that. We want them to remember these things. That at their young age... The catastrophe of that will be enough, at least I have something to remember that. Anthony and I went to our cemetery we have on our grounds this afternoon to see where we'd bury Andrea. And Thursday, past this past Thursday, that afternoon, Andrea really went unconscious. During that day before she had done that, uh, she was talking. Everything. 
And so they were in the cemetery, and we walk around the cemetery, and we look over here and say, well, we have this area, and then we have this area over here. Far back in the back is a big old crab tree, uh, crab apple tree that had fallen over years ago, and it's 12 inches thick. looks like a big old bench. Walked over here on the other side. This looks good. This is a flat area. This would be nice. We walked to the other side and looked at that. There was no hurry. I wasn't pressuring Anthony. And we can't bury anybody just anywhere because it's kind of plotted out what we'll be doing in the future. And I said, back there by the crab tree is too far away, so we'll need to be back by the road. And Anthony started crying. And when I said that, he mumbled something to me. And I didn't understand. I said, what did you say? He says, he just remembered something from Thursday before she went unconscious. That he was going to take the kids out where the horses were fed near there. And Andrew had told him, would you do something sweet for me? And he didn't do it. He actually said, well, I'll probably forget. And he forgot. He didn't remember until that moment where he was standing in the cemetery. And Andrea had asked him, do something sweet for me. Will you bring me some crab apple blossoms off that tree? And he forgot. And he regretted standing there. One of her last requests to him, she didn't do, or rather he didn't do. And I said, Anthony, she did do it. The most perfect place to bury her is next to this crab tree. This was the Holy Spirit. She's speaking to you from heaven. You forgot that, didn't remember it till now. Andrea is alive. She lives. Because Our Lady lives and she wants to show us heaven's never been so near. And I'm telling you, it is a beautiful spot. Fifteen feet this crab tree lays on its side from blown down in a storm years ago and regrew. It's a bench. The children will love growing up there at this grave every day. And so Our Lady shows us these things. We live for her. We sacrifice our life for her. And she sacrifices for us. We don't pay near enough price, even in the sorrow of our friend going away. Wife, mother, daughter, daughter-in-law. Our friend. We've gained something. We've lost the flesh. We've lost that contact. But we have something. And can you imagine her entering heaven, meeting her baby for the first moments and carrying this child into heaven. What kind of joy is that? But also, what does it mean for us? We cry for ourselves. Jesus said that at the Passion. Weep for yourselves. Don't weep for me. Andrea is in great joy. And so tonight, Andrea, we play this song for you. Our friend, while we cry for ourselves, we love oh, you. you miss me? I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Thank you. God bless. Got the news on Friday morning, but a tear I couldn't find. 
showed me how I'm supposed to live And now you showed me how to die I was lost till Sunday morning I woke up to face my fear While writing you this goodbye song I found a tear I'm gonna miss that smile I'm gonna miss you, my friend Even though it hurts the way it ended up I'd do it all again So play it sweet in heaven Cause that's right where you wanna be I'm not crying cause I feel so sorry for you Crying for me I got up and dialed your number And your voice came on the line With that old familiar message I heard a thousand times It just said, sorry that I missed you Leave a message and God bless I know you think I'm crazy But I had to hear your voice, I guess I'm gonna miss that smile you my friend even though it hurts the way it ended up I'd do it all again so play it sweet in heaven cause that's right where you want to be I'm not crying cause I feel so sorry for you I'm crying for me
Just before we came into the studio, Andrea had been brought back to Caritas. Everybody worked all night, several of the guys to make the casket. Her brothers and my son helped make and black for- blacksmith the forging of the handles. It's part of our life. But one who saw Andrea a little while ago told me before I came in the studio, she asked, who had dressed uh, Andrea, how did you get the smile on her face? He said he didn't. And she says she has a beautiful smile. And so, Andrea, we're going to miss that smile. We love you. We already miss you. But you're with our lady. So we ask you tonight, Andrea, to tell our lady we wish for her. We love her. And to be with us these next two days. And finish with us at that Persian rosary when we bury you Wednesday. We love you. We wish you a lady. Good night. <laughs>